All right, guys, we're back with another episode of the List Night Podcast. Uh, it's been a few weeks since we dropped a new episode. On our last episode, we had our first guest. Thank you again to Matt Ferentinos for coming on the pod. We had a great time. Uh, and hopefully everyone at home listening had a great time as well. Uh, we'll definitely have him back on the pod. Uh, we were initially planning on recording yesterday. Uh, and then it, Thomas had a lot going on with work. I realized it was Yom Kippur and I was going to be fasting. I think both of us would have ended up being pretty moody on the pod, which would have led to Andrew carrying the entire pod. And we can't have that. That wouldn't have been good for anybody. I think it would have been a great episode. <laughs> I, I, I think you do think that. I believe that you think it would have been a great episode. But to be fair, I'm I'm always a little moody. So yeah, well, that's that's kind of your thing. But 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 moody and engaged, as opposed to moody and falling asleep on camera for you, and moody and swaying in his seat from a caffeine headache for me. But regardless, we're doing it now. Uh, hope to have this episode out pretty soon because it has been a few weeks since our last episode. Um, not a whole lot to get into this week. You know, just a, a standard episode. We're going to be doing father figures this week. Uh, so if you've heard me on previous pods, make way too many jokes about my own relationship with my father. Maybe we'll find out there's something to that. Maybe we won't. Who's to say? Doesn't matter. Uh, our order this week is going to be me, and then it's going to be Andrew, and then it's going to be Thomas. Uh, before we get going, you guys got anything you want to add, or you want to just kind of jump into it? Um, to my real dad, if uh, you're listening, um, please don't take any offense to this entire thing. Yeah, I was going to say the same sort of thing. I did set a rule for myself. I set two, two rules for myself, one of which I'll get into later. But the second of which is I didn't put my own dad on, on this list. But uh, obviously, he'd be number one. In, in, sure, you sure. Know, yeah, that, I, not obviously, because... It's not obvious. Not. Uh, I, your dad, great guy. And, and I do believe that on your list, because you are a normal human being, he would be number one. But I think, you know, looking at the list, father figures were probably, and Thomas, I, I might be wrong about this. It might end up on Thomas's list. I did not think I was, I wasn't going to put my own father on there. I wasn't even going to put like my own grandparents on there or anything like that. Um, because you guys don't know my grandparents. So what, what am I going to talk about? Oh yeah, my granddad was fucking great. Yeah, he was, but I'm not going to go into that. Oh, I, I would rebut that all day. I, I don't, I, again, I don't, I don't know your grandfather, but I know exactly, I exactly. I, I know how list nights works and whatever you say, I'm against it. So I don't want to fight about my dead grandfather. Like I, I, I just don't have time for that today. Fair enough. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. All right. So maybe later in the pod, we're going to fight about Thomas's also maybe dead grandfather. I'm not sure what the status of his grandfather. My, my dead grandfather it. could beat up your dead grandfather. And that's all I'm saying. Almost definitely true. Uh, but I could beat up your dead grandfather. <laughs> Regardless, I don't believe that. <laughs> regardless, we're gonna get into it. Uh, you know, they apologize to their to their fathers for not including them. I don't think my dad's gonna listen to this pod, but if you do listen, Dad, I love you, and uh, I just explained why you're not on my list. But you you are a top five father figure in my life, um, <laughs> at worst. Uh, and yeah, let's let's get into it. Uh, number five on my list, and this is one that I, I say it every week. I'm not going to be that surprised if it's on somebody else's list. Perry Cox from Scrubs. 
had a pretty big Scrubs rewatch at the start of quarantine. And I've always been a huge fan of John C. McGinley as, as Perry Cox and the character as a whole and the show as a whole. It's just a great show. Uh, but did a, did a quarantine rewatch and probably made it like six or seven seasons in. didn't make it all the way through. Uh, he's the fucking man. Like he's, if I had any sort of like wisdom that I could one day impart upon my kids, I would want to be him because he's like stern in all the right ways and he's caring in all the right ways. And he's significantly funnier than I'll ever be, which is exactly what you need in a father figure. You need a guy to bring the jokes. Uh, if one day I am a father, I'm probably going to go over in terms of being anything like Perry Cox outside of the fact that we're both tall and uh, not handsome. Don't say uh, handsome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. He, I, <laughs> I mean, he's like, He's probably real life handsome, but he's not talking, Hollywood handsome. Griffin, I was talking about you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely less attractive than he is, and he is already currently arguably not handsome. So we are, like I said, both tall. Uh number five, Perry Cox. I want him to teach me how to be a doctor and a better man. I uh I also love scrubs. Um I don't think it's a great pick. A uh, good mentor, bad father figure. But, uh, you know, it makes sense. He's got some mental illnesses he's not dealing with. And um, so, you know, maybe you're following his footsteps. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I don't have a ton of bad to say about this pick. Also love Scrubs. Also love this character. Uh, I, I agree with with uh, pretty much everything you said. Um, yeah, it, for me, just, you know, not not a top five, but a respectable pick. Sure, sure. I do, before I move on to number four, I do want to kind of rebut Thomas a little bit. Particularly for JD in Scrubs, definitely a better father figure than JD's own father. Like, yes. as a point yes. of comparison, way, way, way better. And also better than probably all the older men on that show. Like, uh, well, a hospital administrator, Kelso. like the worst guy. Kelso. Kelso, yeah, worst guy on earth. No, no. If that's, yes, from... From a standpoint of father figures to others, yeah, all right, I see that. But like a father figure that you want, or like you know what I mean, like a father figure to you, I feel like yeah, yeah. Well, I, to be fair, this isn't a top five list of father figures I want. This is like what you've done before—just a list of five father figures. And that's fine. Okay. <laughs> you need to clarify that. You need to clarify that. Yeah. Well, five I'm clarifying now. Father. Yeah, yeah. So, honestly, my every everyone on my list is somebody that I would love to have as a father figure, but not necessarily in the order that I'm going to present them. <laughs> so Perry Cox, great father figure to the other characters in the show, for the yeah. most part. And if I were cast in the show, hopefully to me as well. Not which really. Would one to the show was canceled years and years ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, would, would yours be? Would yours be? I feel like Turk would be more like a big brother to me. No, I meant he wasn't really a father figure to Turk because he was trying to sleep with Turk's wife for a couple seasons. So that is true. Well, you know, I've seen some videos, and that's not that uncommon. Of fathers trying to sleep with their sons' I mean, uh, significant others, you're saying? Yes. <laughs> that is deliberately what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it is yeah. a category. I, I I think we've all seen those videos. Damn, my arms are looking big. If you're watching the video pod right now, welcome to the show. And now they're not. All right. Uh, when when what, you were pushing up, it up with the what other What do you want one. to say? I was just uh, scratching my other I'm not pushing it against anything. No, I, what I was going to say was after you said that, you paused and, like, looked at us. Like, were we supposed to react to that? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, 
What? Oh, did you, well, really think, I, did you think I, the you two know, of I'm us, always curious if you guys are also the impressed. Two of us by would I act positive towards you at all for that? At all? Uh, one day you might. No, let me, let me with say something. it. See, this thing, I'll tell you if I, if your arms look nice, I'll tell you. But I don't want you to tell me because then I You're think you're never going to tell me. You're never going to tell me. Yeah, because I knew you were going to say something. Well, now I feel like I got to keep my arms like below the screen because I'm just going to keep looking at myself. Regardless, let's move on. Number four, uh, Perry Cox, great. Number five, Griffin, great pick. Uh, or or number one or number three or whatever he is on your list of father figures. Doesn't matter. Number four on my list, uh, another one that I could see being on probably Andrew's list, uh, Uncle Iroh from Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, this would have been a pick that a million percent would have made it on Matt Farantinos' list if he was doing this pod with us as well. Um, anyone that's seen the show probably realizes that he's like the it, really exclusive father figure on the show that imparts anything good upon the younger people in the show. Uh, he's filled with wisdom that doesn't just relate in, in the universe they're in. Uh, he's funny. He's tough. He's a badass. He is... He goes from being kind of a comic relief character to being one of the central characters. And he is uh, very responsible for a lot of the growth that pretty much every character uh, in the gang on that show goes through um, and is, is really the only guiding light that a lot of them have for the majority of the show. And yeah, he's just kind of a, a beloved figure and, you know, the kind of guy that uh, you'd like to have in your corner. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys the reason why I hate list night is because mm. now I have to uh, say something bad about Uncle Iroh, and I, I have nothing bad to say, but I can't possibly agree with Griffin on anything. So now now I have to think of something bad, all right? You could just insult uh, him, not based no. on this pick. You could just yeah, give you, him you could just dog on me. Well, the one thing I have to say is that as a father figure goes – he let his own son die. Mm. Oh, that's a tough thing that. to put on a man. He, I, did he <laughs> no, necessarily no. let his own son die? No, or did no, his son no, die? Like, and he was not able right, to prevent like, it. But if this was anyone else's pick on any other platform, I'd say, oh, that's a really good pick. I'm upset I didn't think about it. Are you doing picks on a lot of other platforms? Are no, you cheating but if on I to watch other platforms. Thomas is on a lot of different pods. He's Thomas is on, on pod. so many pods, and I can't handle it. Uh, you know what I hate? Guys that call things pods. So like us. Coffee pods? Yeah, yeah. Tide pods? pods? I don't like the word pod. Yeah. You're a po- I'm going to start calling you a pod. You're right. a pod. Uh, Andrew, I think you had some uh, mean yeah. comments about it, man. No, no, no <laughs> nothing, nothing mean. Just that uh, you, you said that you thought this might be on my list, but you clearly weren't paying attention in the last episode because I specifically said that when Matt had a had Aang on his list for protagonists, I specifically said that I have not watched Avatar to the extent that I need to, and I wish that I had rewatched it when he did his rewatch uh, when yeah. I lived with him, you know, during quarantine. So I maybe I was thinking Thomas. I, 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 yeah. I confuse you guys a lot. Yeah, so I mean, I I think it's uh, from from everything I do know about the show and uh, everything beyond that that i've heard it seems like a good pick i know he's critically acclaimed and well respected as a as a mentor figure so uh i get it all i'm saying is that andrew and i are nothing alike we're both white we both have beards we both have hair that's short on the sides tall on the top we're both wearing t-shirts we're nothing alike tall tall on the top 
tall. Yeah. Tall I, first off, I would definitely not say it's long on top. You have it's short hair on the side and slightly less short hair on top. Oh, yeah, it's uh, longer. You are, you are, in fact, both white. I don't know what it is. You guys, your faces, you just blend together. I think I have like a, a very specific kind of face blindness where I only confuse the two of you for each other, which is frustrating considering how many things the three of us do with each other because I just never know which of you I'm talking to. Thomas yeah, has the thing, which helps. Yeah. Whatever. Good pick. I hate you. Whatever. All right. That's a two for two on good picks with you guys. That's probably no, more than no. one, no. one and a half. One and a half. Okay, I'll take one and a half. That's that rounds up. Uh, that's number my three. record for list night too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not untrue. Uh, number three on my <laughs> list, which could also be number one on my list or number seven on my list, because numbers don't mean anything. Uh, Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And this one is going, a little, bit, yeah, going a little bit of a different direction <laughs> than the others. The thing is, Frank Reynolds, people would be like, oh, no, but like he is the father of two characters on the show. No, he is not. He is not the father of those characters. Uh, he thinks for a number of years that he is their father, but their mom is a dirty, cheating slut and had whore, whore, kids whore. with Bruce yeah. Or, or. <laughs> sorry. She's, she's not a slut. She's a whore. She's a, she's a whore. Uh, I don't. I don't love that word. Uh, That's the word. I don't know is. why. I'm, okay, but the other's not. I don't want to yeah. dive into it. I don't want to dive into it. Uh, but you know, he funds their schemes. He's with them through good and bad, and you know, he's not a good influence on them. But he is definitely the most influential person in all of their lives. And what what really more are you looking for in in a father figure than somebody to uh, whose footsteps to follow in? But primarily, he funds their schemes, and that's kind of the big thing for me. So I want someone. He's there. He's there for the good and bad, and I I feel like he's usually the bad or the reason right. for the bad. And uh, amazing character, god awful father figure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think this is just a terrible Other pick. than money. <laughs> right. Again, I mean, we did not say good father figures. We said father figures. Oh, so, it, so but these so are just list, father what's figures. Your, just so father you figures. How did you decide the order then? I told you that I didn't decide the order. I didn't even number them on my list. I put bullets. Oh, They're all the disgust. same number. That's dis that's disgusting. Listening we, is about ranking. You disgust me. We don't do bullets here. We do yeah. numbered lists. But uh, no, yeah, to me, like the one reason that, that Frank is on your list is clearly, as you said, because of money. You could have picked any rich person who's a better person than Frank Reynolds, uh, and that would have been a way better pick. Uh, yeah, no, the, the guy is just uh, not a good father figure. The only other like redeeming uh, quality as, as a father figure that you didn't even touch on, so I'm not giving you points for this, is that the one character he may kind of be considered a father figure to is Charlie, who may actually be his biological son, and you didn't touch on their relationship at all. So, uh, <laughs> nor, nor do I want to, because it is bizarre and I won't stand for it. Um, again, the I reason knew- he's not a good father figure. <laughs> getting, getting, getting away briefly from the Frank Reynolds pick for a second. We were talking about how you structure a list. Do you guys number your grocery lists? Do you put like the thing that's, that you need to get most importantly at the top of the what next to it? I'm, off, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can have you can have a list that is not numbered. Not on list night. 
Yeah, Griffin, we're talking about list night specifically. And also, yes, I do do that. Also, it's daytime. That about so list night is dishonest regardless. Look at that. You see how bright it is in my background? It's daytime. Oh, my God. What happened to kayfabe? Dude, what a, what a, what a deep cut wrestling reference. Uh, I don't think most people are going to know what kayfabe is. Okay. Uh, you know, two and a half to three great picks. I'm, as always, cruising through, you know, just, just putting together a great bulleted, non-numbered list of things that maybe I like, maybe I don't, but things that are definitely father figures. Should be disqualified. People, people that are father figures. Excuse me. They are people. Uh, number two, arguably, on my list, Master Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, big TMNT guy. Big Leonardo and Raphael guy in particular. Don't really have a whole lot of time for Donatello and kind of wishy-washy on uh, Michelangelo. Uh, just kind of one of the best dads in fiction. Uh, he took four mutant turtles. I mean, he's a mutant rat, so already off to the races with him having a weird light life. And uh, he took four mutant turtles and he raised them to their teen years and he taught them martial arts and he taught them to fight gangs and he provided much like uncle Iroh, a lot of sagely wisdom throughout the years. He also taught them to have a great love of pizza, uh, a top five to 10 food in my life. And I think in most people's lives, uh, and he, without complaint lives in the sewers and spends his entire life. Yeah. Just kind of He's taking care of it. <laughs> Yeah, but he's a rat that understands what a sewer is. Like, like, yes, that's true. He is, in fact, a rat. But he's a rat who knows he can do better, but also has made peace with his surroundings because he's a very zen, very put-together kind of individual. All that's he cares about is, uh, well, is it? You can do better, but, you know, why? Yeah, no, how, if how you have found If you, have found, noble of yourself, if you <laughs> have found peace with yourself, you don't necessarily need to do better because beauty is in the surroundings uh, all around you. Is in the fucking sewer. Yeah, that's a good You're point. in a sewer. How, how I noble don't want to hear about to people that he sewer lives in a sewer and he's a rat. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Master Splinter was on my list. I swapped him out. Um, and something I just thought about why like so i like the pick because i agree with almost everything you said biggest downfall is though he raised his sons taught martial arts and then dragged them into his war so honestly i think that's what most fathers should do i think we would be better better if fathers spent more time drag and, and kind of in a way they do spend a lot of time dragging their kids into their battles have you ever seen yes. dads at like a uh, little league baseball game they're dragging them into 20-year-old battles at that point. Yeah, yeah and would yeah, you rank agreed. those guys as the top father figures? <laughs> no, because they don't provide they don't provide wisdom oh, or martial Andrew, arts training, Andrew, and they don't ever help me fight games. Doesn't matter. Griffin's not ranking them. These aren't oh, the top. Oh, right, right, right. These are just Well, that's why your guys' dads aren't on my list, because maybe they were busy yelling at Little League dads. I don't know. You don't even know our dads. I know Andrew's dad a little bit. Yeah. Your dad, I think, we, I think we've met. We've met. We've met. We've definitely met. We've been to a I'll wedding. I'll say before. this. If Steve Simon had taught me how to actually score in basketball, he'd be on my list. But uh, that's, that's, he was a great coach. But he was too busy teaching you how to score in life. He didn't make me better shooter. That was he didn't a, make me a better shooter. Don't you put that evil on my dad. That, that was God. a job That was a job way too big for any. I feel like you're asking oh, yeah. too oh, much yeah. for Steve Simon. No, he tried. And th there's just some things that can't be fixed. And my shooting is one like of them. Like your jumper. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Back. Back to Splinter, though. Uh. I agree. <laughs> I agree that I also had him on my long list, and 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 he ended up getting cut. So I, I don't hate the pick, but again, yeah, it's just Griffin. You 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 start yeah. off like pretty good, and then you just talk yourself into like a worse, and you dig yourself a hole. <laughs> Like Thomas had some <laughs> some great points. Yeah, how noble of the rat to not mind living in the sewer. And uh and, and yeah, no. He's I, a I rat with the intelligence of a human. He understands what sucks about living in a sewer. Okay, but also he and but to Thomas's other point, yeah, like did he He really probably wants to live in an apartment building, but he's made peace with it. Did did he really make the world better for his sons, or did he just drag his sons into fight his own war? I mean, I would he, argue. I would argue he made it better for them because what he could have done is been like, "Hey, I'm a rat with intelligence. Let me work my way up with the humans, get accepted, get a nice apartment, get a nice house, not get in this war." Hey, my kids, they want to learn martial arts. I'll teach them, but not make it their whole life. Oh, right. they're living in an apartment. They're living so, in houses. So, so to, to be clear, but instead, to be clear, they're living in crap. To be clear. You are under the impression that if a talking rat, about four and a half feet tall, dressed in a kimono, was to come to the surface one day and start talking to people and trying to build a career and trying to get an apartment, you think people would react in a way they'd be like, yeah, you're right. We're definitely going to rent to this guy. We're definitely going to hire this guy for a job. No, the sewer was the only place he could live. Because he I, wouldn't I guess, I, I guess we'll never know because he was too noble to want more. I can't believe you put too noble about Master Splinter in quotes. That no, is a driving characteristic about he, Master Splinter. You're saying, you're saying he's too noble, and that's why he lives in the sewer. No, I can't no. believe I ever wanted you he to be a me. I can't believe it. I can't believe you I did ever it. I wasn't part of that. I wasn't part of that. A Ninja Turtle with me. I was not. I was not a part of that ritual conversation. I would. I would say that you could make the art. I would say you can make the argument that Frank Reynolds is too noble to uh, – that's why he lives in the sewer. But you can't make that <laughs> argument for Splinter. How Could you make Not that argument? In the sewer, but – He doesn't but, live in a but, sewer, but, so I don't know how you could make that but, argument. I would say this. Through the sewer. If you were ranking this list in numbers, Uncle Iroh should be above Master Splinter. I can accept that. Oh, yeah, oh I just, but I, I, you didn't. But I can accept your perspective on that the right one because i'm noble much like master splinter and or uncle iroh then go, moving then on go live in the sewer, go live in the sewer. <laughs> i would if i could <laughs> you can where i belong <laughs> well uh you die pretty quick uh moving on to what you could call number one if you wanted to you know rank a list uh this guy is on a show where there are a lot of father figures largely guys that i don't like a whole lot like like there there is a particular father on the show that this gentleman is from who most people would say no he's a great dad he's he's a boring douche i don't care about him my number one pick number one pick mr feeney from I, Boy I, I knew it i was i knew it I was damn gonna it be my guess it was gonna I, be my I, guess yeah uh cory's dad and really like all of their not, i guess mostly cory's dad he's fine he's just like a dad like he kind of provides wisdom and he's like palling around and dating a woman outside of his like he's he's out throwing his coverage like he's he's doing fine for himself but did he really raise two good kids or did mr feeney's lessons on a regular basis raise two good three good kids i guess yeah the little sister uh and then also all of their colleagues i'm not i don't think he taught the i see you just held up four fingers i don't think he taught the youngest one 
I think Corey's dad raised three and a half good kids because he took Sean in. I would argue that to a large extent, Mr. Feeney did. Mr. Feeney and that other guy whose name I don't remember, who Mr. was pretty Turner. badass, yeah, Mr. Mr. Turner. Turner. Yeah. Again, kind of a douche, but a badass douche did the raising of Sean. And did Sean, like, let's be honest, again, I want to give Mr. Feeney credit for him, but I also want to take some credit away because did Sean end up okay? Who's to say? I, I'll say this. I, I can't argue against Mr. Feeney being a good father figure. I think you're being too negative on Mr. Matthews, who was actually a phenomenal father. I'm sure he was. I'm sure. I'm sure he was a good father figure. But I think I'm, it, just, I'm a Feeney guy. Yeah, I, I mean, most are because Feeney was the, you know, it's it's easy to be a father figure. It's harder to be a father. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, mic drop or pen drop. You just, you just dropped a pen as if it were a mic when well, you're actually talking I, on a mic. I, I, I appreciate that you didn't drop the actual mic. Let me drop my computer. Uh, Mr. Feeney is a great pick. I might have to do some shuffling around my list a little bit, uh, but I will use my time to defend Mr. Matthews beca <laughs> because he is a great father and a great character. Uh, there's a very emotional early season episode where – uh, Corey and his friends are arguing at school about if their dad or if the, a superhero was their dad, which one. And Corey says, I wish Superman was my dad. And then at the end of the episode, he sees how hard his dad works and to put food on the table and to fix up the house and all that stuff. And then he's he's thinking to himself, Superman's my dad. And it's very emotional. So it is. It is. Yeah, that sounds dumb as shit. It, it, it's sounds kinda, stupid. Superman it's, would be a way, okay. way cooler dad. Okay, but again. You have daddy issues. Sorry. Not untrue. You have father but, issues. But also, and you, have, and you have Superman. And you have Superman issues. And I wouldn't say issues. issues. I would say that I have a strong love of Superman that borders on the homoerotic. It's not an issue. Oh, no, no, no. I found Dean Henry Cavill. There's nothing wrong with that. I found a criticism of your number one pick. Mr. Feeney is too good of an answer to be on your shitty ass, stupid ass <laughs> list. Unranked list. Unnumbered yes. list. At least use letters. At least use letters. Bullets mean nothing. Bullets mean nothing. You want me to use like like uh like great? Well, because then if I use letters though, then you're gonna associate it with like uh like school grading scale, and that means that somebody on this list is bad, and there's not a bad pick on this list. No, I'd associate it with an order. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, if somebody was like, I, I wouldn't start something on like E. And be like, this is a top five pick if it was also the same thing that you associate with a failing grade. I just don't think you should be allowed to host list night if you can't even make a ranked list. I, I wish someone else would host list night. I beg of, I'm begging you. Please host I, list night. Oh, yeah, I don't really I feel like doing for, it. I really can't wait for all three of us to get replaced. Yeah, I, I too. Not, uh, no, actually, one. that's a good that's a good time to bring this up. If you voted uh, uh, for the most recent pod, I fucking hate you uh, because Matt Farantino's our guest got more votes than the rest of us. What are you guys doing? Like, all we ask, all we ask, is that you vote for us in the order that we go in every single week. So this week, I should win, and then Andrew will get second, and then that's, Thomas will get will get last. That, that's no, not what we ask. That's not what we ask. That's what I'm asking for. This week only, I want you to vote in the order that we present these picks in. So you vote for me first. Thomas looks like he's furiously writing something. I'm not sure what's going on over there. It's not furious. That's just how I write because I oh. write real bad. 
Just by, like, like, oh, it's just because I'm writing fast. Thomas yeah, is still like, making like, his like, list. <laughs> like the you whole know, tiny little pencil in your hand. Okay, from the top, number five, Perry Cox from no, Scrub. This isn't the top. Four. It doesn't make. There's no top or bottom. From the there's bottom? Just, there's just a blob. There's just a blob. <laughs> okay. From, 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 from the, the beginning. Blob. <laughs> from, from the, the beginning, beginning to, to the, the most end. recent. Yeah. yeah, there we go. From the beginning to the most recent, Perry Cox from Scrubs, Uncle Iroh from Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Master Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Uh, obviously, this entire list was all... Uh, fictional characters on on different pieces of media. I don't know if that's the direction that Andrew and Thomas are going to go in with this one. I guess I wouldn't be surprised because that kind of makes the most sense for where we would find father figures. But, you know, looking forward to uh, to their picks. And I also look forward to winning this week because it's a great fucking list. I do have one question for Master Splinter. Is there a certain uh, iteration of him? Probably the animated show from the 90s. I feel like he got a lot more screen time in that than he did in the movies and the more recent. I haven't watched the more recent animated shows. So, yeah, the 90s are like the like the 2004 show that was on uh, Fox Kids or Cartoon Network or whatever. Both both good uh, to agree. Master Splinter got a lot of screen time. Cool. Um, all right. Well, so it's uh, glad you asked of um, about my list, like what whether I went with like TV and movies or what I did, because I actually added a, another element to my list. I, I have one from each, from each form of media. I have one movie, one theater, one literature, one TV, and one person from real life. So uh, I think this is going to give me a, a leg up. So no, and no music? No music, no. I don't know no if this music. will give you a leg up. No social media? no what just influencers no. no just someone like someone from vine like that yeah, one guy is, is hassan piker on your list honestly that's a the good guy, point the guy who said and they were roommates he's kind of a father figure for me yeah well you're on your, your list your bar is super low <laughs> yeah yeah i'm looking forward a good to your relationship you're, with my dad looking forward to hearing <laughs> your list but surprisingly you're, low so number five on my list is my movie pick so, kind of a random one, but it's Mac McGuff, the dad from Juno. So, Juno's dad in the movie Juno. So, fucking, this is not even left. You're field. not going to win. This, this is, is a is, different fucking stadium. You're this not going to win. Off the bat, unless you have some pick that just What's his crushes name? all Mac of the others. Mac McGuff? McGuff? He, he sounds, sounds like, like a dog a, cop. A detective dog. A dog detective. Yes. 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 <laughs> Yeah, oh, that'd be cool. Screenwriters, that'd be cooler. Um, no, I think he, I think he's Dolph a great. Should play him. I think he's of a great course. character, and it. I think he's a great character and a supportive dad. Um, obviously, the the movie deals with a teenage pregnancy. I think he handles it very well, and he's uh, very supportive throughout. And he, his main thing is that he cares about her and her well being, and he doesn't judge. Uh, and I also, oh, another uh, element to my list, which will help me win. I uh, have a favorite quote from each of my five people on the list. Okay, this so, is sociopathy. This is weird. So, so my so so the best the best the quote I have you here. You need is, a new hobby. The quote yeah, I have here rest, is my hobby is list night. Uh, the best thing you can do is find a person who loves you for exactly what you are. Great uh, message and uh, great character. So mm, I got. I believe in changing. By the by the way, it's J.K. Yeah. Simmons. Okay, okay, so that was my I was going to ask you that. Yeah. That was going to be one of my questions. 
Yeah. Because I haven't seen Juno in, I, pro- I probably literally have not seen it since theaters, I don't think. So I could not remember who played him. And Andrew, I hope I don't ruin anything. I hope J.K. Simmons plays every single character on your list. Oh, that'd be good. (laughs) Oh, I would also love that. There's some good choices. There's also some really bad choices. I was just like, Like I I hope you... Like the character in Whiplash. A father figure, not a great one. Uh, I have two comments and a question. Uh, Comment number one, it was originally going to be a question. I was going to ask who played him. Now I know, J.K. Simmons, fucking man. Uh, comment number two, I have not seen that movie since it was theaters, in theaters much like Thomas, and uh, I fucking hate that movie. Don't like it. Don't think it was very good. Don't really. I, I get why it got all the shine that it got. I'm not going to say I don't understand why it was so popular, uh, but I did not like it. Uh, question. If he's such a great father figure, where was he when Jason Bateman was creeping on his pregnant teenage daughter? Where was he? What do you mean? Where was? Where was? You, you expect him to follow her around everywhere she goes? Just All of my dads, dads would have done that. All of my dads would have done that. That that makes them terrible dads. Well, you know, none of them had pregnant daughters, so I would argue that they were better dads. That's not true. Dee Reynolds got pregnant. Not as a teenager. You're right. I didn't specify teenager. You're right. You're right. That's on me. Too excited to make my point. Thomas wins this uh, round. Not gonna win I, this I, I, I can't say like he's a bad father figure. I just also like I don't know, it, it's so random a pick. I'm just like I, I don't think I need to say anything bad because it's like in, in reality, bad. I'm in the same boat. I don't have that much pushback on it because I haven't seen this yeah. this come out 2006. It, like this that. is like a this is like a I'm trying to be different and unique. And let me tell you, Andrew, I tried that. It doesn't work. Oh, I just don't like it. I, I don't, don't like I, it. I, I don't think it's going to get me uh, any any votes. Th- that pick, my top four will, but uh, but so you know, you go for the five as the big pick. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Eh, yeah, eh, the Instagram post is going to be a little rough. That's that's also the whole thing with us listing like five through one. Do we always believe that our fives are actually our fives, or are we trying to make an Instagram? I do. Graphic? I do. <laughs> yeah, but Thomas, you don't win very often, so I play by the rules. My there father no figures rules. taught me that. My there are no rules and the points don't matter. That's how this night works. What are the rules? <laughs> Number four on my list is my pick from real life. Uh, my, my favorite form of media, real life. Uh, and this is Tom This is Tom Hanks. Uh, oh, man. I think I say my dad. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I got to follow up I'm for this one. Bad. I got to follow up for this one. You got to follow up for this one? What, did he do something just terrible that I'm not aware of recently? Well, his son sucks. Well, yeah, well yeah, okay. So I was gonna say, if he's that great of a dad, I mean, Chet Hanks exists. First off, <laughs> so uh, there, there's a thing that a lot of people think he's done that's horrible, but that's because they're stupid pizza gators. So that's not gotcha. related. He's one of the guys. Yeah, I, that's not my issue. So the thing with Tom Hanks, like Pete, some people refer to him as America's dad, which I, I've never been a big fan of that like mantra or that that nickname. I think it's kind of stupid. But that being said, um, I, I think the guy is generally a, a good person as far as celebrities go i think he's pretty phil- philanthropic and kind-hearted um and he's a really good actor um my favorite quote of his uh that i googled is if you're funny there's some- if there's something that makes you laugh then every day is going to be okay so tom hanks number four so amazing actor uh, i've never heard that he's america's father it 
Sounds weird Dad, to me to think America's that Daddy. he is. Also a terrible um, nickname because the only other person that had that nickname prior to him uh, was Bill Cosby. So not great. I also like, it's weird to me that your real life father figure wasn't the father of America, George Washington. So did, I'm kind of thrown it, off. I'll be honest. Did people not call Mr. Rogers America's dad? See, that's, that's what I would think. That's who I would have suspected. And honestly, when you said America's dad, I very immediately was like, oh, fuck, I left Mr. Rogers off my list. Mr. Rogers is a neighbor. He's yeah, not I feel like, I feel he's, like he's, you he's want to he's, he's a fatherly presence. But yeah. I, sure. Mr. I get Feeney was the neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know. I'm talking more just like feel. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have any beef with Tom Hanks as a pick. Um, by all accounts, wonderful dude, uh, great actor. Like you said, never in any sort of controversy. Again, I think he, he's not. He's batting 500 on Raising Sons. Colin Hanks, the man. Chet Hanks, a man. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. it for for a real life pick. That that's that's better than I thought you were gonna go with it. I had some suspicions on who you were going to pick, and, and that was not it. Yeah, I, I would never think of him as a father figure, but I do enjoy Tom Hanks and his work. So, And he did I mean, play Mr. Rogers on that. He did play Mr. Rogers. Oh, there you go. But actually, a there's a connection there. Yeah. yeah. Glad you thought oh, of it. Oh, so I didn't oh. have to. Bad father, he let Wilson float away. So, <laughs> Is Wilson a son or a lover? <laughs> Or a friend, or some combination of all of those. The son would—I would not say he was a son, but I'm just saying frogs in general shouldn't let their only connection Should, shouldn't let away. beach volleyballs float away. Yeah, because was, how are you going to play beach volleyball if your dad lets it float away? Yeah. You're right. They were, yeah. I guess, blood related, though. <laughs> yeah, his blood was on Wilson. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, this is just a castaway fan cast at this point oh i love that number three my third pick wait hold on has anyone made (laughs) any like fan fics about what happened to wilson because if not yes we should make definitely definitely there's some rule 30 oh wait what do you mean fan fics i think we mean different things i don't mean sexual then i don't think so i mean like i mean like a sequel to castaway which follows wilson's journey Castaway too. He makes it back to the island, and they're just like, "Castaway too." <laughs> Wilson's return, and it's just a horror movie where Wilson is hunting down everyone in Tom Hanks' life now because he left him in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> he murders everyone. So it's so, so it's rubber. It's rubber, it's it's rubber, rubber. but with Wilson the volume. I'd watch it. I would watch God. a gritty reboot of Castaway called Wilson, where it's just him rolling around for an hour and a half, just blowing things up with his murdering mind. people. Yeah. I uh, uh, I hate that I would watch that, movie. but I would I would see that in theaters. <laughs> Rubber is not a good movie. Yeah, if that's not made already, it needs to be. So yeah, yeah. Well, for- look, we got a couple screenwriters on the pod with uh, <laughs> Mac McGruff or whatever the fuck Mac his name McGruff. is coming soon to a red box near you, starring <laughs> J.K. Simmons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Number th- number three is uh, my theater pick, uh, and this is uh, Jean Valjean from Les Mis. Okay, I don't know. If you guys are big theater buffs or know much about Les Mis, but uh, Jean Valjean is basically the main character. Uh, he, he risks a lot to help and protect others. Uh, basically, he steals bread, which is why he's a prisoner just to in, in the beginning. But uh, he does that for his sister's children. Um, and then later on uh, in the play, he basically pledges to care and 
raise Cosette, who's obviously not his biological daughter. Um, and then I liked this uh, quote about him that I found on Wikipedia. It says, although a known criminal and parolee, Valjean uh, grows morally to represent the best traits of humanity, despite being classified as a criminal outcast, Valjean maintains the highest of human virtues and ethics. Uh, so I thought that was a, a great person to be on my father's figure figures list. And then uh, favorite quote uh, of his, uh, it's uh, he's trying to protect a young boy from being killed. And he says, bring him peace, bring him joy. He is young. He's only a boy. You can take, you can give, let him be, let him live. If I die, let me die. Let him live, bring him home. So he's, he's always protecting others and, uh, you know, putting himself in, in danger to do so. Big, big theater guy, Andrew Simon. I wouldn't have called that. Uh, this is uh, this is Hugh Jackman's character from the film. Yeah, from the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I wish that Hugh Jackman was my dad. Full stop. So I I support this choice. Uh, Granted, yeah, you chose yeah, the theater I, theater version. I don't know who played him in the theater version, but I'm going to assume that he looked and sounded like Hugh Jackman. I mean, a million people have played him on yeah. on on theater. Potentially, even Hugh Jackman on theater. On theater. I'm sure he has. Um, not a th big theater guy. I mean, nothing against it. Just not, you know, a theater guy. Um, nothing bad to say about this. I just feel like your list, I appreciate what you're going for. Someone from each media, but it's like, I don't know, not a great list. It's just kind of like, you know. I like that you've got a quote for everybody. Just, yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, like good, good good research don't patronize me, yes. i don't i don't know if i love each one of the quotes though like the quote for for him it was just like don't kill this kid and it's like just be like hey man don't kill this kid yeah why you gotta like, why use many words when a few words good it's hard to find quotes for uh for that uh musical and, and i guess i i kind of cheated because it was originally a, a french book, so it could have been the literature uh pick but uh, because everything's basically poetry and like rhyming and and a lot of it's like sung with other like along with other characters, so uh, yeah, settled on that quote. But you know, this is, is the first is. time, as from my recollection, that Griffin and I have not accused you of cheating, but you have said that you cheated. Well, I'm saying so cheating. That's growth. That's cheating. Growth. I don't know which. I don't know which father figure helped you grow, but I'm glad they did. That's fair. They all did, but no, I'm saying cheating for the unnecessary, uh, trivial. Uh, extra um rule that i put on myself the, the category that you added for yourself exactly what, what yeah what yeah see, this i meant? wouldn't accuse you of cheating because so far i don't think you're doing a great job and if you're losing i'm just gonna let you lose <laughs> like I, what i'm not gonna night, accuse you of cheating what is this night if not unnecessary and trivial mm, yeah so <laughs> it's pretty necessary that should be like our our bio <laughs> on our twitter and instagram page <laughs> unnecessary unnecessary and trivial yeah. Not unnecessary because I don't <laughs> think that's the word. Unnecessary <laughs> might sum it up. sounds like a like venereal disease. Unnecessary might be better description. Though. I was gonna say I think that sums up list night even better. Unnecessary. All right. We don't make sense graphics. often, and by we I mean me. So yeah, yeah. You got you got words. They're not great words, but you got words. <laughs> They're not words. All right, so uh, the 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 two mediums that I, two media that I have left are TV and literature. Uh, I'm going to switch them because uh, my number one is from TV, and it's Mr. F or my number two is now is, is, <laughs> is my number two now is uh, Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World, uh, and, and yeah, I mean I agree with everything Griffin said. He's a fantastic teacher, both academically, but also more importantly, just in life. 
Uh, underrated quality, Mr. Feeney is really funny. Uh, like he's, he's got zingers. He, he can, he can zing it back with, you know, kids like Corey and Sean. Um, and my favorite quote of his is the, at the last episode where he says, believe in yourselves, dream, try, do good. I I'm, I'm out on your quotes now. Stop making them so sentimental. What are we doing here? What are we doing? I mean, I guess, I guess this is a father figures list. So there's an assumption that it would be sentimental. Uh, but stop it. Stop, stop whatever you're doing. Nope. Great, great pick. I, I obviously, I cannot hate on the pick and nor will I hate on the pick. Uh, great pick. You know, I think he's probably better off in the number one spot. I also thought you were going to say Mr. Feeney from literature. And I was like, man, what boy meets world books that I miss out on. Um, but yeah, you know, what more is there to say that hasn't already been said better by me? Mr. Feeney's a great pick. Uh, I'm just an asshole this episode. I, I apologize. Hey, the listener is back home. Again, I'm, I'm sorry. And then, again, it's not a bad pick. What I like about it is that he didn't he didn't justify Mr. Feeney being a good father figure by putting down another father. Yeah, what the hell? So... I think that's the only way to justify a good father figure. I think that's how you For you to get taller, someone else has to get shorter. That's the way of the no. world. <laughs> Everything's a zero-sum game with you. Those are the lessons that I learned from guys like Mr. Feeney, and in particular, Perry Cox and Frank Reynolds. <laughs> that's how we are. That's how we are with like things like List Night and all of our competitions, but we would not make good fathers. So Right. We should not have kids for so many reasons that are very apparent on this and other pods. And I just use pods when I fucking hate that word. So I'm a hypocrite. You're such a pod. Ah, oh, I am a pod. I hate it. All right, give us your number uh, one. What's the literature? Give pick? us your full more number two, current number one. Yeah, so now my number one. And honestly, I'm not mad about switching it. They, they were kind of tied one, two. So from literature, uh, Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, so mm. I, I think he's a, a, a great historic, not historical, but a, a character in literature uh, courageous, brave person who's on the right side of history, um, you know, def- defends what's right uh, during a racist trial and time. Um, I think he's he's become a symbol of like being an ally for the dis- disenfranchised or marginalized. Uh, and then, got it. I'm going to continue just to piss the Griffin off. I'm going to give uh, my favorite quote of his which is uh, yep i wanted to see i wanted you to see what real courage is instead of getting the idea that courage is a man with a gun in his hand it's when you know you're licked before you begin but you begin anyway and you see it through no matter what you rarely win but sometimes you do so uh it's such a that's such a fun of that thing he could live better but he lives in a sewer (laughs) no i i like this pick i think it should have been your number one from the beginning um uh, yeah, no, nothing bad about this pick. I also don't have anything bad to say about this pick. Uh, just a weird coincidence. I almost had uh, Jeff Daniels' character, Will McAvoy from the newsroom on my list. Uh, one of my fa- favorite father figures in media and one of my favorite shows. And prior to COVID, Jeff Daniels was actually playing Atticus Finch, um, I think off-Broadway. And I was trying oh, really? Really, really hard to get tickets to that. Uh, and then... I think just prior to COVID starting, he 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 left the role. But I I really badly wanted to see him as Atticus Finch because I'm sure he was absolutely killing it. Fantastic actor, uh, and great character and great story. So yeah, I, I don't have anything bad to say about that one. Um, 
I, I like that you included a literature. I like I like the way that you did it, even if I'm going to shit talk it. Like, I like that you went to different media for everything. And I yeah. like that, that your number one was a literature pick because it's uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have gone in that direction. Yeah, well, you can you can thank yourself that it ended up at number one because I didn't want to have the same number one as you. I thank myself <laughs> for things every single day. I, uh, I will say I do like that someone else made their own rules for their own list and it wasn't just me uh so overall i i i i can't say it's a bad list but it also just feels so random that i'm gonna say it's a bad list but i like your number one (laughs) well i like the thought behind it i like i like the idea behind it i don't have enough connections with people on your list where like it it may very well be a good list and you 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 might win this week i don't know um you definitely had more range to your list than i did I just, I don't have enough connections to it for me to call it a good list because I don't know how good a father yeah. figure is some of these guys are. I'm going for range. I'm not going for wins anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start wearing my glasses on the pod just so that people think I'm the intellectual. You're on just here. the cultured guy on the pod. Exactly. Uh, here's my recap. So number five is Mac McGuff, the father from the movie Juno. Mac McGuff. <laughs> Number four is uh, Tom Hanks, the real life person and actor. <laughs> number three is Jean Valjean from from the musical Les Miserables. Uh, number two is Mr. Feeney from the TV show Boy Meets World. And number one is Atticus Finch from the book To Kill a Mockingbird. You had a great, you had one great pick on there and, and four picks, but one great pick and four picks, I'm going to say. Someone, sometimes one great pick is all you need. That's yeah, true. Uh, based on some of the lists that you guys have had with like SpongeBob on it, where SpongeBob has gotten you oh, like whoa, 50% whoa, of the whoa, vote. Whoa, whoa. I've never had SpongeBob on my list. <laughs> okay. The, the times that I think Andrew and I think Matt had SpongeBob on his most recent list, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And that definitely got him a ton of votes. I don't even remember what. Oh, protagonist. Uh, yeah, which which is a bit of a head scratcher for a protagonist. All right. Anyways, go on. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a good one. Uh, I did not set any specific rules for myself this time, mostly because I finished this list as I was waiting for you guys to get on Zoom. So, um, the breaking kayfabe. We finished these lists weeks in advance. Smorgasbord of picks. Um, my not a word five, I thought you'd say, but a good word. Not a word. Not a word that I would have chosen to say on a on a recording because I know that I would have fucked it up. Uh, my number five is now topical, maybe not topical a week ago, um, but big presence in my life for six years, I think it was, uh, Steve Burns, Steve from Blue's Clues. Yes. Yes. Uh, wonderful character, uh, positive, funny, uh, inspiring in the sense motivating i'd say and uh recently came back and for the 25th anniversary i believe it was uh and told me how good i'm doing so that was pretty cool of him yeah cool but but i'm the one who's making this too emotional yeah i mean uh thomas thomas needs to hear it a little bit more than you do (laughs) and i need to hear it badly love steve from blues clues uh (laughs) that was our favorite show in uh preschool kindergarten but uh one thing i'll say in terms of, fa- of a father figure 
uh, he's kind of stupid. Like he, he doesn't really know, like he's, he's, he doesn't know anything. Obviously the show is geared towards preschoolers. So he'll be staring right at a clue and be like, where's the clue? Like he's, he's not a functioning adult enough to be a father figure. And I will debate that by saying a father figure doesn't have to be an adult, but also uh, I think what's inspiring is that he then went to college to better himself. Now, do you have to go to college? No, but he recognized the problem and he went, or also you could say he was playing dumb because he was playing with kids. And when you play with kids, you got to play dumb because well, kids, kids are dumb. Well, yeah. Now you're just breaking the kayfabe of blue, blues clues as well. But yeah. How many times are we going to say that? word's <laughs> coming up a lot on this episode. We got to do a pro wrestling pod or something. God, I keep saying pod. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Such a pod. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't hate the pick. I feel like he's kind of more like an elder brother role. Like, I never felt like there was, like, that – I don't know. Like, my dad is signi- – not significantly, but he's a, he wasn't a young dad. Uh, and Steve from Blue's Clues is only, like, 15 years older than us. Like, I never saw him in, like, a fatherly role. Mm, yeah, but when, I feel like when you're – He was, like, he was like your, your really cool, like, babysitter or, like, your older brother who was – like you were the accident and he was born way before you and he just kind of knows the ways of the world before you do although he also like like uh andrew said he doesn't because he's like functionally illiterate uh i, I don't know yeah i will I defend I on this one I, I will defend the pick on that point because i feel like when you're four or five six years old you think of anyone over the age of like 16 as a grown-up so i i yeah it's, it's it wasn't the age thing for me it was more yeah. just like the his his I, uh, I also, I will say, I didn't watch a lot of Blue's Clues, so I don't have the emotional connection. I probably only, makes as a kid, so saw a few much sense. Yeah, I didn't that have makes so much sense. The Disney show. No, Nickelodeon. Oh, my God. Nickelodeon, excuse me, Nickelodeon. Uh, Nickelodeon. I, yeah, again, a channel that I still, or did not have back then. Like, I, I watched well, it at my grandma's house. If the age thing is an issue, you would have hated my previous number four because it was Tommy Pickles. Oh, wow. So you would have hated that. Um, uh, you know, anymore. I kind of get it. I kind of get why he would have made the list. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I didn't say that I'm consistent. I just, I have my my objections and I stand by them. Uh, but I thought about it. Tommy Pickles is more someone I want to be like. Not necessarily, yes. which I guess a father figure could be, but whatever. Like kind of the My, my, my actual for. number four is also Nickelodeon based, which I didn't realize. Uh, Nigel Thornberry, because uh, well, he is kind of an idiot. He's a really good father to his three and a half kids. We're counting Darwin. Four kids. Uh, Four kids. Racist. Who's the fourth kid? I said three three kids and like the monkey. I said three and a half. Well, Darwin wasn't really his kid. He's just a monkey. Uh, They basically raised him from when when they got him. Well, he's a pet. Look. Anyway, anyway, he lets his kids, you know, be themselves and explore, and he takes them on this wonderful adventure. And again, bit of a doofus, but you know, a good dad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of annoying though. <laughs> That's my pushback. Yeah, I, I I kind of agree with your pushback. I did find him pretty annoying. Uh, I found that show pretty annoying which andrew might disagree with me on for that part i i didn't think it was a i didn't like it very much but he was one of the more annoying parts of it i do think he was a good 
father to his kids. And I think like they definitely had more worldly experience than the vast majority of like kids their age. So I get the appeal of him as a father figure. Probably go in a different direction and go like Steve Irwin though, but you know. Why'd yeah. your voice why'd your voice age like sixty years in the middle of that? I, I, I got a little something caught in there. I didn't want to cough. Uh you, you, you sounded like the oldest human being who has ever lived. Um no, maybe like, I'm somebody's father figure. <laughs> the the show uh I, I like the show. Um I was talking about this with someone recently. Uh the the, the animation style of Wild Thornberries, uh I wasn't a fan of. I thought they all the characters were kind of creepy looking. They're um, weird heads. They got weird but, heads. But I guess that has nothing it, it to do was, with N- Nigel Thornberry as a character. So that's. I, I'd say the biggest thing for me with him was just that, you know, his kids were, I mean, Debbie was Debbie and Eliza was Eliza. Like they were allowed to be, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So number three uh, was at a time Master Splinter. And then before the pod, I changed it to a fairly similar pick. But one, I think I, well, obviously I preferred uh, Zordon from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, he almost made my list. But like, you know, my complaint to you about Mr. Uh, Master Splinter, his kids dragging in his war goes with this one. So I get that. But yep. he was. And this time it's more kids. It's even more kids. It's more kids. But he did allow daughters too. So like. You know, not sexist. I feel like that's not Splinter's and fault, he, though. Like he, he didn't choose he, he which gave, turtles got mutated. He gave him superpowers. Essentially, no, he didn't. He gave him Iron Man suits. Oh, oh, Zordon did. I was about to say, like yeah. Splinter didn't spill the ooze on the turtles. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Splinter yeah. didn't. So they taught him how to kick. Yeah, they already knew how to kick. They just learned how to kick with super strength. Uh, no, Zordon was a leader and wisdom giver to kids multiple kids because you know as they aged out he was like you're too old to fight for me let me get new ones in um which i respect which also sounds really creepy when you say it like that every two years when your phone's old upgrade same thing with kids get rid of them every time every time someone becomes a legal adult and realizes that they have rights outside of becoming your child soldier you age them out you push them out you know what batman did it and i get it on to the next. Not a great father figure. No, agreed. <laughs> yeah, no. This, yeah, this is another one of those like uh, wise people, uh, mentor yeah. type picks that I don't hate. In fact, I kind of yeah. like. So, okay, good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I also want to say, I love. We do this consistently. All three of us do this. We're like, here's a guy that we had in our number two spot, and now he's not on the list at all. We don't bump him up to number three or number four or number five. Like We've got guys in the middle of the list, and if we're like, oh, no, we want somebody else there, it doesn't move the number five off the list. It just completely supplants them in the list. Like, <laughs> I don't think our numbers mean as much to us as they should, and I'm obviously this, this episode. <laughs> yeah, this episode. I'm the definition of that. Our num- My numbers don't even exist. My number one almost always matters. And then, like, my number five usually matters. <laughs> and then the middle three. Are like, the middle oh, three, they could, they're, they're, they're in flux. They could be, like, number oh, seven. And, and to add to that point is, while we were talking to Andrew Thornberry, 
I thought of someone else who I wish I had said instead of him, but now that person is my number two, and my number two is off the list. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a this is a live just changing. There's a lot crazy. happening right now. There's a lot <laughs> happening right now. I'm glad we're talking about it. So my number two was Alfred Pennyworth. But I was kind of iffy because like I, you know, he definitely is a father figure, but yeah. uh, my number two now, Uncle Tito. Rocket power. You're you're because, heavy Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, I didn't mean big to time. Be. I know didn't that's Nickelodeon. <laughs> didn't mean, didn't mean to be. Uh, but uh, I mean, what can you say? Uncle Tito is the fucking man, and he was like the epitome of cool uncle, but also gave a bunch of wisdom and guidance, like a father. Hasn't yeah. Uncle Tito come on one of your lists before? Rocket yeah. Power, maybe. Maybe we did. Maybe we did like shows of the '90s. Maybe that's what it was. Rocket Power did. I think Uncle Tito actually was on. A oh, list. I remember yeah, talking about him character. very, very recently. So yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great character. I, 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 I won't knock this at all, and and definitely a father figure. This is um, this is one where I will knock their actual dad because Tito's so much better than than Reg, their dad. Yeah. I mean, so like he's a burnout. Where, where, where I, where I won't stand for the mr matthew slander i will stand for the reg slander he's he's you're I the mean, one slandering ray ray raymundo raymundo jesus wow wow <laughs> threw me off oh man i should see myself off this pod because i couldn't remember his name man but that right, spe- that, spe- that speaks to it i mean like nobody's forgetting Tito. he was an absentee name. father clearly to you as well well Raymundo just he their mom die. What was that? They die. Did she die or did she leave? Yeah, I think she died. Yeah. Um. And Raymundo oh. just he was, uh, I think, just always high. Um, Raymundo and Uncle Tito was you know only sometimes high. With Raymundo, oh no, I think I think Uncle oh. Tito was always high too. I think he just dealt with it better. Yeah, yeah. Tito, <laughs> Tito was definitely always high, but he he cared about others. Raymundo, his thing was like shred the gnar comes first, and then every every everything else, including his kids, comes like distant last. Yeah, yeah. He's on permanent island time, like he's doing his own thing. Fuck them kids. Uh, Uncle Tito's out here. He's he's raising a lot of kids. He's raising a lot of kids. A lot of kids. A lot of kids. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah, won't say a bad word about the pick. Probably um, could pay a little bit more attention to his health. But that's yeah, neither here nor there. We don't know. Just because he was big doesn't mean he was unhealthy. Yeah. Big bone guy. Yeah, you're right. Big bone. Surf. Yeah. yeah. Pawnee's on board. Yep. Anyway, uh, my number one um, is officially the only female on the list, but still wow. very much a father slash parental figure. And that is Miss Frizzle from Magic School Bus. Mm. I think an absolute phenomenal teacher and absolute phenomenal inspiration to kids to explore and learn. And also super cool dresses and awesome pet lizard. Don't remember the name. And a Magic School Bus. Super cool dresses, which is something I look for in a father figure um but <laughs> no I, I wanted to get behind this pick but I, to me this is just like a, t- a teacher pick through and through like to me i don't i don't know that there's too much parental about her uh like she 
seems to like constantly be putting the kids in, in danger. For, granted, for the sake of like their education and their uh, academic benefit, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to tell ponder me this. this on the show. Did you ever see any of the kids' parents? I think so. Yeah, there yeah, was. You think a little bit. There was the one where uh, they they go inside Ralphie, I think, because he's sick, and I think Ralphie's staying at home with his mom. Oh, so in that episode, Miss Frizzle is acting like a father and taking care of a sick child. Not really. She's just kind of like admire, like she's showing the kids. She's like, huh, look how sick he that is. That kid, like, that kid could have died that episode, uh, and she would not have cared. Yeah, she she's was like, like a father. So, like a father, she's sharing hobbies and teaching them about things, and doesn't care if you die. <laughs> Well, Jesus Christ. Griffin, put your stuff, your whole thing. I was down. talking from Thomas's oh, perspective. Nah, me and oh. my dad, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> we're, we're, we're Gucci. Uh, all right. I don't know how I feel about this one. I get, I, I'm like, I'm like very in the middle on this one. I get both your perspectives on it. I don't think I would have labeled her as a father figure. She's just more of like a, like a, I guess she's a guiding force and she's, she's an educator in their lives. Um, but, I think at least for some of the kids, yeah, she she definitely like taught them lessons outside of just like the intellectual lesson she was teaching. So I get the argument that she was a father figure, but she's a woman, and you guys hate women. So well, no, I'll t- I'll tell you who. But also, would've... like her her time with them is like soup. I don't know, like it's like her her existence in their lives is super limited. Like I don't even think they do shit in the classroom. They go on field trips. They go home. She's out of the picture. Like she's not like the father. Yeah. You know oh. who would have been a great pick from this show? Which character? The magic school bus. Very fatherly. <laughs> what? Very protective. <laughs> Always protecting. Always protecting them. Becomes whatever you need it to be. Yeah. I'm on Andrew's side on it. I, I, I think I think the, command. It's her. Yeah. She's the one doing it. MSB that. would have been a better father figure. Is it, not, is it that her it's command? Not, it's sometimes who, who that her command. Do think, I don't do think, think that's true, Thomas. Who, I think. Who, I think. Who, who? Who do you think made the match school bus magic? Magic. I think it was. It was like part of the like birth of the universe. Like there was yeah. a universe, and then there was there was nothing, and then there was a big bang, and like all the planets and everything else, and then also the magic school bus. And Miss Frizzle happened upon it. Chosen. And chosen I'm screenwriting chosen, again. Chosen. I'm screenwriting chosen, again. She and, was chosen. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe there's a timeline where she was chosen, but there's no timeline where she's some witch who invented the magic school bus. Or being or a chosen else. one please, doesn't please make you a good father don't. figure. Anakin Skywalker was a chosen one. He's a shit ass father figure. Please he almost made my, my list. Witch. I do want to say that right. Darth Vader almost made my list. Please don't what? Please don't call my dad a witch. Right, Miss Frizzle <laughs> is amazing. We can all agree my list is. Pretty good. So call Miss Frizzle your dad. We can all agree your list is pretty good. You won't even give it like a great to an excellent. I like, never yeah, say my list. It's okay. Is good. I never. If you're, by, the, if you're by the end, by the end of my list, I am always telling you guys that it is only okay. Right? On a, on a one through five scale, on a one to five scale, where would you put your list? At five, three, but I probably change it in the middle of making my list. Okay. All right. At least my list has numbers. Yeah, your list wouldn't even end up on your list of that scale by the time you're done with that list. That's how you work. Here's my (laughs) recap. Number five, uh, Steve Burns, Steve from Blue's Clues. Uh, Four, Nigel Thornberry from Wild Thornberries. Three, Zordon from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. 
two, Uncle Tito from Rocket Power, one, Miss Frizzle from Magic School Bus. That is, in fact, a list. Yeah, it's got, I mean, it's got, it's got some highlights on it. This episode has been fun. Lots of good dads, lots of uh, average dads, lots of not even dads, but you know, decent <laughs> amount of bullying. Oh yeah, Health, healthy amount of bullying, which I guess we did not. Our our actual dads did not teach us not to do. Eh, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was always taught that if my dad made fun of you, then he liked you. So. Oh, that's good. Your dad made fun of me a lot. Yeah, made fun of me a lot. Still does. I don't think he's ever made fun of me. Uh, actually, that's not true. When Thomas moved away, he definitely made fun of how I showed up dressed to their house. Oh, yeah. He, I'm sure he did. I don't know what you wear. Yeah, he, sure he did. Yeah, I'm he did. I'm sure he did. I was, oh, I looked great. What were you wearing? Um, uh, I was wearing like Something a tunic shirt sure and like like oh, some pretty yeah. skinny jeans, uh, Jordans and like a kind of a shawl sort of thing. He probably like didn't a, say a, hi. He probably just opened up with a. You looked like something. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it looks vaguely like a uh, bathrobe, but you know it was a it was a fit. I looked I looked good. I've looked better, but I've looked worse. And I think that was the first time I saw Thomas's dad in like years. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's a good thing my son's moving away. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good thing Griffin doesn't come over to visit. I'm really glad that by the time they became friends, they weren't coming to hang out in Flower Hill. Yeah, your dad was like, please go make new friends and don't start a podcast with your old ones, please. <laughs> Just a really specific uh, thing to ask Thomas not to do. Yeah. Don't ever start a pod. All right. Uh, well, like Andrew said, good good lists all around. Somewhat, you know, we had we had we had some we had some ups and downs, uh, some give and take. Uh, I think everyone had some picks on the list that 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 the rest of us did like, and uh, hopefully that's the case for for anybody watching or listening as well. Uh, don't forget when this episode goes up to show it or share it, excuse me, with your friends, your family, your colleagues, your enemies, uh, your father figures. If you have a father figure in your life that maybe you're trying to reconnect with or one that you talk to regularly, send them this podcast. I think they might like it. They might be confused why you're sending it to them, but they, they might like it. To count that, if there's fathers or father figures you want to do a better job, yeah. send them this so they can see what they can do. Yeah, they can learn from these 15 people that we listen yeah. to. And <laughs> if you are a father figure to someone or if you're trying to be, share it with the people that you want to be a father figure to. It's a pretty not subtle... Uh, reference to the fact that you want to be more important in their lives. Uh, make sure that once you've listened to the episode, you go and you vote on Twitter or on Instagram. We're going to make sure that we post the list for this one so that you're able to pick who your favorite one was. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at listnight and on Instagram at list.night. And uh, that'll be it for this week. Thanks again for tuning in and we will see you next episode.